Well, hello everyone, and uh, thank you for joining us on another night of Table Talk, where we uh, have discussions about certain topics. And tonight, uh, as we mentioned last week, uh, Pastor Ricky is here again with us. She invited me again. I invited him again. <laughs> I'm always honored. I'm always honored. <laughs> yeah, we uh, we I just... come from far away, and you know she invited me. <laughs> He's always teasing me about that. Uh, but we talked about um, fasting last week, and we said yes, that we, we were going to continue on we the did. topic. And I've been—I um, I know last week on Sunday we sent a, an encouraging video to our church family. I know you did at the beginning yes. of the fast, and and I did last week. And I certainly hope you enjoyed um, those videos. But we we wanted to just encourage uh, you to continue in the fast and stay strong in the Lord. Amen. And the power of his might. Um, it's only through him that we can have the strength to continue on Amen. in a time of fasting and praying. Uh, and I would say that if you haven't been able to join us in the fast, no worries. You can start yes. now. You can start any day now. Um, just for those of you that might not know, we started a fast on January 10th. And we are continuing our fast uh, for 21 days until the 30th of January. Amen. And uh, like we said last week, we just want to encourage you to join us uh, on it. It's uh, what we start off the year with every single year. And like we discussed as well, it's not just the only time of the year that we fast. We fast throughout the year. But Amen. the best time to fast really is at the beginning of the start of Amen. the year. Amen. The very first so, of the Lord. Amen. You know, it was great last uh, week when we got done with the, uh, with the table talk. Uh, we had emails that we were receiving of people that were saying that they were going to start the, uh, the fast mm -hmm. uh, together with us. Uh, they were obviously a little bit late. But they said, we want to start right now yep. uh, the fast uh, with the church. Yeah. So that was exciting. That, that, that was is exciting. exciting. Yes. That's exciting. And although you may not be part of yes. our church Amen. and you belong to another church, that's all yes. right. You know, we're, we're, not, we're not about stealing other flock Amen. from other churches. Amen. You stay put in your church. Amen. Uh, if the Lord calls you to ours, then that's a totally different uh, story. But if you want to join us on the fast, regardless Hallelujah. of the church you go to, that's that's a, an awesome thing and we'll you know we'll continue to encourage you nice. um, we we want to talk a, a, a few points today um, just to help you along because we constantly get questions about fasting we sure do, um, we sure do. pastor how should I fast what do I fast how long and you know all of these types of of questions and it's almost like we sound like not a broken record i mean that's just a cliche or, yeah, or just yeah, a saying yeah. it's not i don't want to sound like right. a, like a negative um uh, phrase but we just repeat the same story to people when they ask us Amen. the same questions Amen. over and over so what a great opportunity to be able to tackle those questions yes. in a table talk setting where we can bring any you know kind of questions you may have regarding fasting now, what, one, one of the things that we do always tell them is uh, that make sure, I mean, especially if you got, if your health is compromised, make sure that you speak to your doctor first. 
ask your right. doctor what you can do and what you cannot do, okay? Right. Um, and I always specify, especially people that are diabetics, right. make sure that you check with your doctor first. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Um, I, I don't want to ever receive an email, well, I did this and because you told me, no, 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 no. Yeah. You got to go to the doctor first and find out what you could restrain from. Yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want you to be away from a certain meal when uh, you got problems <clears throat> with your sugar levels and stuff. So. Right. Make sure that you check with your doctor absolutely, first. Absolutely, absolutely. Check with your doctor's office if you're, first. If you're perfectly fine, understand that it's normal that when you start a fast uh, for a few days there, you will get a headache. Hmm. I mean, it's, it's normal. It's obvious. Mm -hmm. I mean, most of the time, I mean, I, I can't remember a time that I've done a fast that I don't get a headache. Yeah. I, I, every time that I do a fast, I get a headache for the at least for the first uh, three days. You know <clears throat> that your body starts to cleanse yeah. from all the toxins in your body. Exactly. And, and you know um, your body is just getting used to that. You know. Yeah. Um, surrendering to not eating. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You know. Not just not eating, but a lot of times. I mean, for the most part, if you if you think about it, everything that we eat has sugar. Yeah. In it, I mean, even salt has sugar yes. uh, content in it, and uh, I I learned that that through uh, food to serve, and um, our bodies detoxify begin to go through a detoxification yes. process, and when that happens, you know, you do go through a certain period of your body changing and you feeling a certain way, right. but when you hit that portion of ketosis, that's that's where our minds are much clearer. Amen. We have such a Amen. beautiful connection with the Father. And but but we're going to go over a couple of yes. the ways of fasting in, in just a little bit. But I wanted to bring to the attention of everyone listening that uh, you've been so great about encouraging our church uh, body in in our chats uh, every single morning. Pastor sending a message, a devotional message. It's not very long. It's it's not teeny weeny short, but it's it's a good right. portion for us to meditate on in the Word of God. And he always begins. I always put a scripture there. Right. It always starts with a scripture, <clears throat> but the scripture is for us to look it up. Yes. And and then you go through the devotional. It's it's really been helping many people. I know that you've been getting messages Amen. from it. Amen. But God. Um, the other day in particular, you um, spoke about or you you said to refer to Isaiah 58 2 through 11 and I want to mm -hmm. begin with that today but before I forget so today we're in day 10 amen of our uh fast so day just so you know day 10 Incredible. I know we're kind of like we're almost 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 half the, there yeah, yeah in that halfway yeah. point um <clears throat> but if you go to Isaiah 58, 2 to 11, and you know, my Bible, I've always read my, my Bible whenever I preach, uh, just because I can't, I can't go anywhere without my Bible and study with my Bible. And it's the NASB version. That's the one I'm going to read to you today. Uh, but as of late, I've been actually studying from the ESV version. And I really, really like the ESV version. I'm going to try to get my hands on that particular version in, in one of these days. But in any case, a verse beginning in chapter 58 of the book of Isaiah, starting in chapter of uh, verse number two, going through 11, it says here, Yet they seek me day by day and delight to know my ways as a nation that has done righteousness and has yes. not forsaken the ordinance of their God. Mm -hmm. They ask me for just decisions. They delight in the nearness of God. Why have we fasted and you do not see? Why have we humbled ourselves and you do not notice? Behold, 
on the day of your fast you find your desire and drive hard all your workers behold you fast for contention and strife and to strike with a wicked fist you do not fast like you do today to make your voice heard on high it is a fast like this which i choose a day for a man to humble himself it says is it a fast like this which i choose a day for a man to humble himself is it for bowing one's head like a reed and for spreading out sackcloth and ashes as a bed will you call this a fast even accept even an acceptable day to the lord is this not the fast which i choose to loosen the bonds of wickedness to undo the bands of the yoke and to let the oppressed go free and break every yoke is it not to divide your bread with the hungry and bring the homeless poor into the house when you see the naked to cover him and not and not to hide yourself from Amen. your own flesh verse 8 then your light will break out like the dawn and your recovery will speedily spring forth and your righteousness will go before you. The glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. Hallelujah. You will cry and he will say, here I am. If you remove the yoke from your midst, the pointing of the finger and speaking wickedness, and if you give yourself to the hungry and satisfy the desire of the afflicted, then your light will rise in darkness mm -hmm. and your gloom will become like midday. Verse 11, finally, it says, and the Lord will continually guide you and satisfy your desire in scorched places and give strength to your bones. Mm -hmm. And you will be like a watered garden mm -hmm. and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. Now, I know that was a little a little lengthy, but I wanted to bring to your attention the following excerpt, <clears throat> excuse me, from the Perry Stone Hebraic Study Bible. And you all know that I love to uh, glean from different commentaries and this is a really good commentary specifically about the fasting uh, chapter here in Isaiah 58 and I'm going to read this to you and then um, I'll let you add uh, to that. I know you've got several things to discuss today, but it's the Bible's great fasting chapter and mm -hmm. he's speaking here specifically about 58 chapter 58 verses 3 to 14 and he says Isaiah calls the people to a true fast which would lead to repentance and restoration. Amen. He first rebukes the people for missing the significance of main purpose and main purpose of fasting okay and this speaks to us because a lot of times we miss the main significance of fasting okay so listen the people were fasting out of routine hmm. and ritual and were actually exacting in verse 3 that's the word in the in the uh, King James Version a word scholars say refers to people demanding unfair work from their laborers <clears throat> apparently they also engaged in arguments about how to fast and when to fast so can you imagine uh, calling a fast like we're doing now and then arguing with Argument. brothers and sisters about well that's not the way you should fast and yeah. you know pointing fingers here and there but listen it says in addition their hearts were not pure mm. Isaiah informs them that fasting God's way afflicts the soul, verse 5, and humbles a person, the head is bowed low. A true fast is very, is very trying on the flesh and helps bring the carnal nature under subjection to the spiritual nature. Isaiah knew that a true fast could release the people from the influence of wickedness and undo heavy burdens. Mm. That's in verse 6. 
In Hebrew, the imagery accompanying this understanding of fasting is that of loosening the bands of oxen that are yoked and toiling under difficult conditions. Amen. Fasting can release people from oppression Amen. Amen. and Amen. break every yoke. You talked Amen. about this Amen. last week, verse 6. It says, today, many people are bound by yokes of addiction Amen. to on. illegal drugs, alcohol, yes. pornography, yes. or other lusts that form strongholds in the mind yes. and spirit. Fasting yes. can be key to help the oppressed break free. Come Glory on. to God. Amen. Again, if you we didn't catch last that. week's table talk, yes. we talked about it. Specifically, Pastor touched on that. Dealing bread to the hungry in verse 7 is an instruction to fairly distribute food to the needy and to clothe and care for this living among the people who are in true need of assistance. God promises that health and righteousness would be the reward of fasting and would come forth as the light in the morning. Verse 8. Amen. Note that God says he will become the reward. Verse 8 again. This unique word means to bring up the rear or to cover a person from behind. Mm -hmm. That's in verse 8 where I read a minute ago that it says, uh, the glory of the Lord will be your rear guard. guard. Okay? Yes. It says... <clears throat> Uh, um, from behind. One of the greatest promises that is that after a fast, God will hear and answer the petitions of his people. Verse 9. The putting forth of the finger, verse 9, means basically to quit pointing to each other hmm. and blaming one another and accusing your brother. If you're, the one, if you're one of those that do that, stop doing yes. it. Okay, the Lord is specific about that. Thus, certain conditions must be met for a fasting to be effective and pure before God. However, the spiritual and physical benefits of fasting are numerous, mm -hmm. as indicated in this section of Isaiah. Praise Isn't God. that powerful? Praise God, it is. And, and that's why we constantly say, you know what, uh, mm -hmm. the time of fasting and prayer is something personal between you mm -hmm. and God. It's not for you to be announcing it to anybody. Look, look, I'm fasting and I'm doing this and I'm doing that. No, it's something private between you and God. Right. Going back to what we were talking about last week, I want you to go back and watch uh, last week's right. table talk. If you didn't uh, have not caught up with that, make sure right. that you watch uh, last week and you'll see that this week connects one with the other. But one of the things that we were talking about, uh, fasting breaks the spirit of poverty. Right. Fasting breaks the spirit of poverty. Fasting brings healing. Mm. Demonic powers are broken like sexual addiction, homosexuality, pornography, adultery, demonic forces, mm. um, uh, addictions to cigarette, mm -hmm. uh, drug addiction, alcohol addiction, gambling, right. uh, whatever it might be. You know what? The Lord, it, I, I mean, it, if you really do it uh, with that desire in your mm. heart to get set free from something. Right. Um, it, man, I, I remember uh, last week it was so powerful uh, when we were doing this table talk. In the middle of the table talk, I stopped and I started praying for a person that um, has been has had this stronghold in their life, mm. and it's been from one generation to the next. I remember, and 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 I declared in the mighty name of Jesus that that was broken in that person's life, and and right now the Lord just brought that to remembrance that once we do things really. Uh, with that desire of change in yes, our heart indeed. and we are serious before the Lord and saying, Lord, right. I, I surrender all to you, Lord. Right. I'm, I'm not going to surrender this bit and I'm going to hold this one in the back. No, I'm going to surrender everything to you, Lord. Strip me as an onion, like mm. we've said many times, mm. and allow the Lord to really touch that area of your life that needs help. I am telling you, if you do that, 
the Lord will set you free. The Lord will set you free, regardless what the addiction might be, regardless what the stronghold might be, uh, regardless what the generational curse is. You know what? The Lord will break that in the mighty name of Jesus. Right. Right. Amen. The Lord will break that in the mighty Amen. name of Jesus. But you have to be willing is, is the key. That's the important thing. You have to be willing. Yeah, we were having you a... have to be willing to be open before the Lord. Yeah. And listen, you got to remember something. Uh, you, you can lie to your mom. You can lie to your dad. You <laughs> can lie to your husband, to your, to your wife. But you can't lie to the Lord. That's true. You, you can't hide. I mean, you, you, you can try to hide all you want, but you can't. Yeah. He knows exactly where you are. That's right. And his finger is on top of you. That's it. You know, so you, you could try to run all you want, but you're just wasting time. Yeah. Wasting time. Yeah, we were having a conversation with someone uh, just the other day about uh, their family member who is addicted to drugs. And, yes. And this person was, was saying, I, I can help you. Uh, let me help you. And, uh, you know, the person said, you, if, if you take this route... You would need to be in a certain center for yes. the next period of time, and the person was not willing. Not willing. Because not willing. they wouldn't be without their phone. They this is a person be... that's been addicted to to drugs yeah. for years, mm-hmm. for years, and, yeah. and people just want that microwave miracle to happen. Right, right. You know, and sure, God could do it from one blinking of an eye to the next. You, you're healed. You're completely set free. But other times, it takes a while. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it you got to commit yourself yeah, to it. Exactly. You know, you got to commit yourself yeah. to it. Say, Lord, you know what? I'm I've been struggling with this yeah. for so many years, and I'm tired of it. I've tried everything. You just said something about being honest, um, and you know, being honest, honest with yourself, honest with the Lord. And mm-hmm. So there's that transparency that needs to take place. Yes. You really need to come to a place of surrender, Amen. and not surrendering a little teeny bit. bit no, surrendering the whole thing. Everything. Completely. Everything. Every Completely. part of you surrendering into the Lord. Completely. Because when we do that, we and I know it's a vulnerable thing to be in. It's a vulnerable place to be mm-hmm. in when we are transparent before God and we tell Him, strip me like an onion Amen. and remove Amen. anything that is displeasing Amen. to you. It is a vulnerable place to be in. But that is exactly where God wants us. That's right. That's right. That's right. One of the things that I wanted to share today... Um, is that a spirit of restoration will come when you proclaim a fast. And we can see that in the book of Joel, chapter 2, verses 18 through 27. And I'm not going to read the whole thing, but for example, verse number 19, it says, The Lord answered his people, Look, I'm about to send you grain, new wine, and olive oil. You will will have an overflow with them, and I will no longer make you a disgrace among the nations. Hallelujah. And if we look at uh, verse number 25, glory to God. Verse 25 says, I will repay you for the years that the swarming locusts ate the young locusts, the destroying locusts and the devouring locusts, my great army that I had sent against you. You will have plenty to eat and be satisfied. You will praise the name of Yahweh your God, who has dealt wondrously with you my people will never again be put to shame amen it says my people will never again be put to shame verse number 27 you will know that i am i am present in israel Mm -hmm. and that i am yahweh your god and there is no other my people will never again be put to shame and i love those verses because although they relate obviously to the nation of israel because god is speaking to them we can we can 
uh, have that well. addressed yes. to us as well because we we have been grafted in Amen. to the promise through uh, the father of faith, which Amen. is Abraham. Amen. And so we have been grafted in so we can we can claim those promises from God. And although many of the scriptures that we read about are futuristic or end time mm. or whatever the case may be, millennial reign or whatever it might be, we can apply it to us because of the fact that, that Jesus redeemed yes. us. We have been grafted, grafted in, in, amen, yes. and we are children of the promise. We are heirs. We are co-heirs yes. with Jesus, amen. So I love those scripture Understand verses. that that word is for us mm -hmm. as well. It's, it's for it's us, for and, us and well. we, can, we can claim it. Yes. Um, Speaking about fasting, and I know that Isaiah touched on this too, but I'm, I'm also reminded of uh, Jonah when he <clears throat> tells the, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, the Ninevites no to repent and to call, you know, to call a fast and they called a fast and, and, and everything. We, we've got to come with a spirit of repentance before mm -hmm. God. We just talked a little bit about surrendering, mm -hmm. right? But when we come with a heart of repentance before Amen. God, because the Bible says that we all sin and fall short yes. of the glory of God. Amen. We, we try our very best to live a, a life of holiness and righteousness, Amen. but let's face it. We all fall. We all get we angry. We live in a sinful world. I we, mean, we're not in a bubble. Yeah, and we and we live in this in this yes. outer shell yes. <laughs> called the flesh. And many times we want to act upon the flesh. Yes. We want to speak like the flesh. We want to do things according to the flesh, but we ought to always do things according to the spirit, like the word Amen. of God Amen. says. Amen. But when you come with a with a heart of repentance, ask him to remove anything from your life that may be hindering your walk because he washes us clean and renews us when we genuinely ask for forgiveness. So let this be the start of your prayer as you Amen. pray, as you begin to, to fast and pray. I have this I don't know if you call it yearning or I have this like, I, the, I think the Holy Spirit is kind of going <clears throat> kind of to me lately uh -huh. uh, because one of these Wednesday nights, I, I want to teach a little bit and talk a little bit about repentance and what right. it actually means to repent. That's good. That's good. Uh, and it's, good. it's not just about, oh, I feel sorry that I did right. that kind of thing. Right. You know, There's repentance. More to it than just that. It's just so much yeah. deeper, so yes. much deeper. But but honestly, we need to come to a place of saying, you know, God, forgive me. I, I try to do that before I go to bed every night. Before I, when I lay my head on my pillow, is I I always pray, you know, certain certain things before the Lord. Yes. And one of the things that I say is, Lord, forgive me if I failed you at any moment in time today. I I I don't I don't want to. It's like a a child that uh, disappoints their parent, mm -hmm. you know, that mm -hmm. feeling of, man, I disappointed yeah, my daddy yeah. or man, I disappointed my mom. I don't want to be like that to God. I don't want, I don't want God to be disappointed in me. And I think that should be you in know? our heart on a daily basis. You know, yeah. the least thing that we want to do is disappoint our heavenly father. Yeah. The least thing that we want to do. Amen. Amen. Uh, the other thing is ask God to help you in, to walk in holiness. Amen. You know, uh, one of the biggest challenges we face is fighting the desires of our flesh. Like mm. I said just a minute ago, that is that is one of the yes. biggest things Struggle. we fight against is the battle of our flesh. Uh, make this one uh, of the top points to pray during this time is, Lord, help me walk in holiness. I, I want to be holy like you are holy. And, and, and again, is it easy? It's not. Because yeah. you got to go to work tomorrow, 
and you got to mm. confront maybe your boss, which is not the greatest person, or the person that sits in the, and sits in the next cubicle, and it's um, Debbie Downer every day. She mm -hmm. has something going on, you know. So it's it's not easy. It's yeah. not easy. But uh, the only way that we could uh, control that is if we spend time in prayer. Yeah. Spend time in prayer <clears throat> and, and and seeking God uh, to live that holy <clears throat> life that That's He wants right. us to. Amen. You know, and Amen. be able in the midst of everything, be able to pour into the other person's life. Amen. Uh, uh, on many of occasions, we've talked about um, uh, practicing the uh, uh, habitually practicing uh, listening to God's voice. Mm -hmm. Amen. Right, and we've talked about the fact that so many things hinder us. You know, there's so many. Um, things around distractions. us, so many distractions yes. that are always vying for our attention, and we we need to practice listening to the voice of God. And you you might be sitting there saying, "Well, Pastor, how do you listen to the voice of God?" Well, first of all, is we be quiet. Mm -hmm. We're silent before Him because it's so easy for us to just pray, 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 pray. Yeah. Me, 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 me. God, do this. God, do that. God, do this. God, do that. And those things are not bad. Don't misunderstand. Obviously, we have to pray about our certain things. But there's needs a time for it. Like there's a time for it. There's... I think there needs to be more time of hearing from God. Yeah. Than yeah. us telling him what we need. Yeah. You know. And it, and it's good to read a devotional yes. during your time of prayer and fasting. It's good to uh, have praise and worship, worship. and worship yes. the Lord. And and listen. Hearing a song on your phone or on your computer, a worship song, is not worship. Worship comes, comes when you open your mouth, you open your mouth and you just worship Him with your heart. That's worship. Mm -hmm. That's praising. That's worshiping. Um, but then there's a time where you sit still mm -hmm. and you allow God and the Holy Spirit to speak to your heart. And we, we can tell you that you may not necessarily hear an audible voice, Amen. right? Amen. But you will definitely there's that, be... There's that tugging from the Holy that Spirit. That still small voice. There's that tugging from the Holy Spirit that you know yeah. it's the Lord speaking to you. Yeah. How many times have we not been in that state of mind where you're just, you know, being before the presence of God and He'll prompt you to go to yes. a certain scripture yes. verse? And lo and behold, you go to that, and you might think, oh, that was just me. Right, right. You know, oh, that voice sounds like me. It doesn't sound right. like God. <laughs> well, the Lord will speak to you yes. with your voice. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's your conscience. It's your spirit, man. And Amen. he just inst instills that in you. And you'll go to that scripture verse, and it's exactly what you need. Or it's something that you're going to need. Amen. It's a scripture verse you're going to need to hold on it's to. It's either for that day or for the next day or for that week. Yeah. But you're going to use it. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So those are those tidbits that, you know, as we allow the Holy Spirit to bring to uh, uh, people's attention uh, so that you can, you know, practice that. Um, wisdom is another thing. Amen. Ask God to open our spiritual eyes and yes. ears to hear His voice clearly. Right? Ask for His wisdom and help in renewing our mind daily according to His Word. You know, the Bible does talk about that. Ask the Lord for wisdom. If you ask Him for wisdom, He's going to give you very generously. Amen. Amen. Look what Isaiah, Solomon did. the book of Proverbs. Yeah. Psalms. I mean, and, uh, you, know, so you know, Solomon, King Solomon asked for King wisdom. Solomon. And yes. God gave him much more than yes. he asked for, yes. didn't he? Yes. Uh, so I love that about this 
time of fasting and praying. You know, we talk about all of this during times of fasting, but really this should be... Every day. Every day. This is every day. This is not just at the beginning of the year, but right. it's every day. Yeah. Every day. And, and like we said uh, last week, uh, fasting is not something that we do just at the beginning of the year. No, we do it throughout the year as well. Yeah. Uh, we're just calling a corporate fast at the beginning of the year. You know, there's no better way to start the year than with a fast, yeah. a 21-day fast. You know, it's a great opportunity to intercede for loved ones, for the salvation of loved ones. Mm -hmm. I mean, how many of you have individuals in your family, people in your family, that you might say, you know, Pastor, they're hard as a rock. Their heart is hard. Their heart is hard towards God. Why, for whatever yes. the reason might be. Yes. You know, they had an experience when they were a child or whatever it was that just hardened them to the things of God and you might say you know it looks like an impossible situation mm -hmm. but pray for those you know that mm -hmm. are not serving God and have never surrendered their lives to him or maybe those that have in the past but they're not walking right before God and you know it but it's, those that those that we consider uh, hard you know to come to the Lord yeah. you know what when they surrender their life completely to God they become radical that's true. They become radical, you know, servants of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yeah, look at Saul. You know, and look at Paul. Look at Paul. You, you know? know? Um, so so don't ever think, you know what, there's no hope for that person. Yeah. No, there is hope. Yeah. Sure there is. Yeah. Sure there is. Yeah. Yeah, so ask the Lord for salvation of your loved ones. And you know, when we've often uh, taught on praying according to the Word of God, and that's through prayer, prayer of petition, that comes perfectly in line with the Word of God because that's the desire of the Father. Amen. Is for all to come to a place of repentance and for all to be saved. Yes. And yes. that's scriptural. Yes. Uh, so we, we encourage you to, to pray for There's no exclusions ones. in that scripture. I mean, it's for, uh, for everyone. Amen. For everyone. Amen. Did you have something yeah, else you one, wanted to one share? One of the things that I wanted to share is that uh, prayer discovers God's agenda. You know, when we when we start to pray and we start to seek God and and we allow um, the Holy Spirit to speak to us, we see what God's agenda is for our life. Yeah. You know, we 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 could hear exactly what direction uh, yeah. we should go. That's true. You know, instead yeah. of uh, I, I know that there's a lot of people that start their year with uh, goals and <clears throat> and things and, and uh, that they want to accomplish. But is that really the heart of God? For your life i mean is that something that god wants for you is that something that you're just seeking yourself yeah uh, one of the things that uh, we need to understand that it was common knowledge among the disciples that that jesus would spend time with the father mm -hmm. constantly would uh, go away and spend time uh with the fathers and if we go to the book of mark uh verse uh chapter number one verse 35 it says very early in the morning while it was still dark he got up and went out and made his way to a deserted place. And he was praying there. And he was praying there. And he would spend hours praying before the Father. Right. We need to understand that that Jesus would um, quiet everything around him. I mean, we were talking about distraction. Yeah. And as you were talking about distraction, I was thinking about this. Because Jesus had people pulling him in every direction. Yeah. You know, the disciples were saying, we got to go here and we got to go there and they're waiting for you and, and, and they want to see you. And they and you know what? In the midst of all that, Jesus would just slip out and go spend time with the father. Yeah, because he knew that unless he spent time with the father, he had nothing to give to the people. Hmm. 
You know, and, and it's important that we understand that every time that the Lord uh, Jesus faded, faced an important decision, he prayed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Every time he had an important decision, he prayed. When he was being tempted to do things, uh, the world's methods instead of the Father's, he went out and prayed. Mm -hmm. And we can see that in the book of Matthew chapter 4. Uh, when it was time to choose his disciples, he prayed uh, the entire night mm -hmm. in order to hear the Lord what he wanted to do with these men. You know, what, what do you want to do with them? If the Son of God required a night of prayer in order to determine the Father's mind, how long might it take us to in prayer to hear clearly the Father's heart for us? Hmm. We need to spend time with the Lord in prayer. Amen. Jesus was so often surrounded by crowds, yeah. you know, and, and crowds again that were expecting something from him yeah. because everybody was coming with a need. Yeah. No, but nobody was coming with, uh, uh, I have prepared a dinner for you. Come and, and, mm -hmm. and just lay on this beautiful bed and, and I got this meal for you. And just uh, the air conditioner's on and it's comfortable. No, everybody came with a need. Yeah. So he was being pulled in every single direction. Yeah. But he knew, he knew that he knew that he needed to spend time yeah. with the Father. That's right. Jesus knew that his mission was not to attract the crowds but to remain obedient to his father. Yes. He wasn't looking for the crowds. Yeah. He obviously was looking for those that, that were hurting and, and needed salvation and needed healing and uh, so many things that we see in the word of God that obviously he was there for the people, but he wasn't looking for the multitudes and the mm. crowds. He was just looking for those that were hungry yeah. to hear what he needed to say. Amen. It was prayer that set the agenda for Jesus' ministry. It was prayer that set the agenda for Jesus' ministry. And if we go to the book of uh, Luke, Luke chapter 6, Luke chapter 6, and let's start on verse number 12. And it says on verse number 12, During those days he went out to the mountain to pray and spent all night in prayer to God. When daylight came, he summoned his disciples and he chose of them, and he chose 12 of them. He also named them the apostles. Mm -hmm. And he spent time before the Lord, and he wanted to see who was going to be those that were going to be walking with him at all times, from city to city, from place to place. And, and he chose them. Yeah. But he asked the Father first. Yeah. He spent time with, spent time with, 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 with Daddy, finding out, well, well, who do you think that I should bring on board? Who do you think? You, you know, I think about that and I think about a business. I think about a, a business partners. Do you pray? You know, okay, the Lord's, the Lord's put this thing in your mind that you're going to open a business. But you need business partners. Let's say two, three, or one. Have you prayed who that business partner is going to be? Yeah. Have, have you prayed? Have, have you told that business partner, you know what? This business is not ours. It belongs to the Lord. Right. The Lord is just giving us this business to manage, yeah. but everything belongs to him. And as a matter of fact, let me let you know that whatever comes in, 10% goes back to the Lord. Mm -hmm. ha have you gone into business with that person and let them know where you stand in your faith? Yeah. That you're not going to steal from God and that that business belongs to God? Yeah, yeah. And, and what we need to give back to God is that 10% minimum, that 10% of that tithe right. of, of that what's coming in. Yeah. Have you done that? And never be unequally yoked with a business partner. Amen. Amen. Because if you are uh, 
Bible believing, yes. non-compromising, word of God, follower of Jesus Christ, and you make plans to have a business partner who has no relationship with yeah. the Lord Jesus Christ whatsoever, you are being unequally yoked. Unequally you're not, yoked. You're not, you know, that person is going to have a complete different mindset. Amen. Amen. You are. Amen. And when we talk about unequally yoked, we're going into another subject right here. But when we talk about unequally yoked, a lot of people think that it's just in marriage and it's just with couples. And that's across the board in everything. Right. And everything. It's not just marriage and couples. It, it's <clears throat> unequally yoked in everything in life that we do. Right. Especially having a business partner. Right. If that person is not a believer, you know what? It's going to create problems. Yeah. And understand, just like I always say in, in, in counseling, uh, when we're counseling couples in, in order to get marriage, the pre-marriage uh, pre, uh, counseling, we always say, listen, you're not going to change anybody. Hmm. Uh, what you see is what you're going to get. Okay. Right. The only one that's going to change that person is going to be the Lord. That's right. So you can't bring an unbeliever, uh, you know, to the business and think that you're going to change him. Yeah, that's it's it. It's not going to be that that's way, it. you know. That's so it. Don't the mindset is going to be completely yeah. different. Um, <clears throat> it was prayer that set the agenda for Jesus' ministry. Prayer preceded uh, the miracles. Prayer brought him encouragement at critical moments. Prayer enabled him to go to the cross. And prayer kept him there at the cross during that excruciating pain, but he had heard from the Father. Amen. He had heard what he needed to do for the Father. The Lord knew his mission. So understand that if that was Jesus, what is it that we need to do? Absolutely. How much more do we need to do? That's right. That's right. Amen. Amen. One of the things I wanted to uh, touch on uh, as well, um, just to get everybody on the same page with regards to the fast and what what types of fast, ways of fasting. Uh, we touched on it very, very briefly last week, but I want to take the next few moments before we end up closing uh, the different ways of fasting. And uh, we um, can maybe dive on this again at another time, but <clears throat> there's different ways of fasting. For example, um, you can go the 21 days, and this is obviously something that you really need to seek the Lord about and mm. your doctor, like you said, but a total fast. And what that means is basically you just go with liquids. no food, just liquids, you yes. know, natural juices and water and whatnot. You can do that also uh, for several days and then begin to, you know, eat, for example, yeah. a Daniel fast, which you can look that up. It's all over the place. There's many devotionals on it and books on it, but the Daniel fast consists right. of vegetables and fruits and things of that nature. Um, beans i think and legumes and things like that uh, let, let's say you start at the fast when <clears throat> when we started on january 10th and already uh today's the 10th tomorrow will be the 11th so um it's already the uh, 11th day of the 21 day fast mm -hmm. let's say you want to continue the fast and just do a liquid you could do that right you right. can do that yeah there's no yeah. there's no wrong right way if you will why do you start it. it that way how am i going to finish right. it that way? it doesn't mean all these 21 yes. days i'm going to stick with this and i have right. to stick with it if i don't do it like right. this it's going to be wrong that's not the case you could also do a keto a keto friendly type or style of eating um and we've got a lot of information on that that you you we can sure do. Uh, have there's the app uh that i'm going to give a shout out to pastor hilda and randy who Amen. now with uh, fit to serve, fit to group, serve ha they have an app so you can look for for fit to serve group um app and it's a wonderful tool to really have a lifestyle of that eating Amen. but if Amen. you don't have that life lifestyle of eating and 
you want to do that in the 21 day fast that's also allowed uh, you could do like I said a minute ago a total fast in that aspect you can take maybe a day three yes. days five days seven days whatever with a total fast of just juices and water right. lots and lots of water you could do a partial fast for example you could skip the morning meal or the morning and afternoon Amen. meal and then you have a light dinner at night say salads and a soup or whatever and, or you could swap that in you know in different ways you could have your breakfast have your lunch but skip dinner so those are partial fasts yes. uh, is what we're trying to say so I, I hope this is helpful to some of you that might have questions um, lastly I want to mention that uh, really importantly to be praying for as a corporate body is the nation of Israel Amen. you know that we're called to pray for uh, uh, Jerusalem Psalm 122 6 says pray for the peace of Jerusalem peace may of. they prosper who love you yes. may peace be within your walls and prosperity within your palaces so we are called to pray for Israel let's pray for the Middle East not just Israel too but Amen. but pray also for the Middle East and those there's all a lot of the tension world. Mm -hmm. we got to understand that there's a lot of tension going on right now in the Middle East <clears throat> you know, whether we yes. see it on the news on a daily basis or not right um, there's a lot of tension going on in, in the Middle East right now yeah we always say Israel is ground zero yes. for the end times. Yes. So be watchful Israel's because the there's a lot yep. of talk right now yes. about attacks and yeah. Iran wars and, and rumors yes. of wars. Iran Gee, does that sound Iraq, similar Iraq. to something that yeah. Jesus himself said? Uh, so there's a lot of that tension yes. going on yes. in the Middle East. So be in prayer uh, about that. And uh, then as we almost here come to a close also pray for our nation and our leadership our government uh, officials yeah. and the military and and uh and and those officials in our in our communities and in our cities and yes. states pray big amen pray believing big pray you know, big um one of the things that as we um come to a close one of the things that is extremely important <clears throat> that we pray for is the family yeah. I, I I just sense it heavy in my spirit, and I will be speaking more about this. Um, the the family, the way that the Lord orchestrated the family to be, the family unit, yeah. the, the, unit, the yeah. nucleus of the family, um, the enemy's attacking it big time. Mm, yeah. And we need to pray specifically for families, right. uh, for marriages. Yeah. We need to pray for unity yeah. in the family. We need to pray uh, unity even for uh, the kids and the parents. Yeah. You know, uh, The family is being attacked greatly yes. right now. Yes. So we need to pray. We need yeah. to lift up before the throne of God, yeah. the family, the family. And, and uh, now that you say that, I mean, I'm reminded of, you know, several individuals that even as of late have told us that they know of someone who is in the middle of being separated yeah. and possibly Divorce. divorced yeah. and being married for so Just long, 20 week. some odd yes. years, even, even People that longer. And my yes. goodness, is, is yes. that not yes. the, the scheme of the enemy that, yeah. to attack the, the, the family unit? That, that's why I'm saying it because this yeah. particular couple, um, yeah. they know the Lord. Yeah. They know the Lord. Been married for twenty some years, and wow, and they're seeking divorce. Wow, you know, so 
Uh, we need to pray. But let's really let's believe pray. God. Yes. Let's believe God for yes. restorations. Let's believe God for healing because you know yeah. what? God can do exceedingly Amen. above and Amen. beyond Amen. whatever we can yeah. think or imagine. Yes. That's our God. And and regardless what happened in that marriage, the Lord can restore. Absolutely. The Lord can restore that Absolutely. marriage regardless what happened. Regardless what yeah. happened. Yeah. God is God is able. He's in God the business of miracles. Amen. He's in the business of miracle and yes. restoration Absolutely. And, 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 and helping people out. Yeah. You know, and imagine that we, we know exactly where that attack is coming from. Right. The enemy comes in to kill, That's steal, right. and destroy, That's right. and destroy the family. That's right. So if, if he destroys a family, how can that family minister to another couple mm -hmm, mm -hmm. to another family that's going through things with their kids or yeah. or in their marriage or whatever yeah that's what the enemy's after right you right. know so we we definitely have to bring that before the throne of god yeah. and, and, and believe nothing, big there is nothing impossible Amen. for him he can do it Amen. so let's believe sure god and pray big yes for for whatever it is you're praying yes, for, if it comes yes. aligned with his word and his promises Amen. for you and his purpose for Come your on. life, I'm Come telling on. you, he, he's going to do it. Those desires that we have in our spirit, man, yes. in our heart, he's placed them there. Amen. Amen. Right? He's given us the Amen. desires of our heart. So when you have Amen. a certain desire in your heart, it comes from God. Amen. 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 So... I believe that we need to pray right now for couples. Yes, absolutely. As Let's we close, close. I, mm -hmm. I, I believe that we need to pray for couples and... Um, yeah. Uh, Pastor Yvette and I have been ministering to couples for years and yeah. we've been counseling couples for years and, and we've seen it. We've seen the results of, yeah. of couples that have come into our office completely broken mm -hmm. and the Lord has restored them. Uh, things that they opened up to us yes. with that you would think, you know, that's never going to happen. But you right. know what? God is so big yes, that God has intervened in that situation mm -hmm. and, and today they're still married. Yeah. Praise so the Lord. I, I believe the same way that the Lord has touched these couples, the Lord is going to touch you right now that Amen. are listening to us. That's right. That person, that couple that is listening to us and they're saying, but you just don't understand, uh, Pastor, mm -hmm. you just don't understand what I've been through. Mm -hmm. And you know what? You're right. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. I might not understand everything completely, but you know what? God does. That's right. God does. And and we're just going to help you in that area, but God's the one that's going to do the miracle. Amen. So I pray you join us right now as we go to the Lord in prayer that's and right. just believe God for restoration Amen. of the family here in this country that we That's so right. much needed. So, That's Father, right. in the mighty name Amen. of Jesus, Amen. Lord, Lord, yes. there's nobody else that we could come to right now but you, Father. Mm. And we come running to you, Father, yes. and we say, Lord, we, we, we're crying out for couples, Lord, yes, in this God. country, Lord. Yes, the family is being divided, Lord Jesus. The household is being divided, Lord. Children are, are, are separated from their fathers, Lord, and their mothers, Lord. And, 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 and Lord, there's chaos in the household, Father. And Lord, we pray for restoration right now, Lord. Right now, uh, Father, there might be a couple out there that, that are going through this right now, that are struggling in that area right now, Lord. Uh, a couple that is saying, you know what, uh, this is it. This is it. Mm. And Lord, I, I declare in the mighty name of Jesus that you intervene in this situation yes, right now. That you hold them right there where they're at, Lord. Yes, and that they will surrender completely to you, Lord. Amen. Yes. They would surrender completely to you, Jesus. Father, I, I even couples that uh, they made a confession of faith at one mm -hmm. point at the altar, Lord, and they accepted you as their Lord and Savior, and they're talking today about divorce. Lord, I pray that you would take them back 
to that first love. Lord, Amen. Yes. When they God. first met you, Father. Yes, Lord. And that they would remember how, how the joy that uh, that they had inside of them, Lord. Yes. The joy that they shared with everybody else of what you had done in their life, Lord. Yes, God. And Lord, I believe that as, as you take them there, as they go there to that place, Lord, they, they would find love for one another again, Amen. Lord. Yes, Lord. And they would even say to each other, how can we be going through this? Mm. How can we be going through this? Bring them back to you. We need to go back to the basics. Yes, God. We need to go back to our roots. And our roots is the word of God. Our foundation is the word of God. Yes, yes, yes. So, Lord, we pray miracle right Amen. now. We speak restoration, Lord. Yes. For every yes. single couple that is out there struggling right now. Yes. For every single family that is struggling yes. out there right yes. now, Lord. Yes. We declare that they are restored in Amen. the mighty and glorious Amen. name of Jesus. Amen. Yes, God. Father, thank you, Lord. Thank you for miracles, Lord Jesus. Yes. Thank you, Lord, for restoring that man. Thank you for restoring that wife, mm. Father, right now Thank in the you. mighty name of Jesus. Thank, Thank you, Lord, for removing the pain of one another, Lord. Yes, God. Yes, Thank God. you for healing, Lord Jesus. Thank you for your grace. Thank yes. you for your mercy, Lord. Thank you for your love, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father, that there's nothing impossible, Lord. That's right. When we come before you, Lord. That's right. Father, we give you all the glory and all the honor, Lord, and, mm. and we rejoice, Lord. We yes, rejoice God. right now to know that you've heard our prayer, Lord, Amen. and that you are touching those couples yes. right now in the mighty and glorious name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. And Father, we pray right now for those that don't know you as Lord and Savior. Mm. Why, why don't you pray right now Absolutely. salvation? Let, if you Lord, are, uh, if you are out there and you're saying, you know, Pastor Yvette, I once accepted Jesus as my Lord, but I'm not living right yes. before God, yes, and I know Lord, it. Them, or maybe you're mm -hmm. out there and you say, you know, I, I don't know Jesus. Would you, would you pray this prayer? Yes. And just open up your heart and open up your mind to accepting yes. the Lord Jesus Christ. Just say, God, Lord, Father, I receive Jesus as my Lord and Savior today. I confess with my mouth and I believe in my heart that Jesus Christ is Lord. He is the only begotten Son of the Father. And He came to die for my sins Hallelujah. and to sit at the right hand of the Father. Hallelujah. And one day He will come in glory. You, Hallelujah. And so, Lord, continue praying you, this Lord and Jesus. repeating these words. I ask you into my heart. <coughs> I surrender my life to you. I repent yes. of my sins. Hallelujah. And I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Thank you, Abba. Touch them, Lord. And then say, Holy Spirit, them, right come into my heart Jesus, and Jesus. teach me the Word of God. Mm. Thank you, Lord. And you receive, Lord God, the glory you, and the honor. Hallelujah. And I thank you for this in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory amen. to God. Glory to God. If you said that prayer, glory to God. maybe mm. for the second time in your lifetime thank or the you, third or whatever you, it might be or maybe the first because you weren't walking right with God or whatever yes. whatever it, your journey has yes. been. Welcome to the family of Hallelujah. God. You have an assurance that when you leave this earth, you will be before the presence Amen. of the Heavenly Father, the Amen. Creator of the universe. Amen. So to God be the glory for that. Thank you for joining us tonight. Be sure you share this Hallelujah. message with your friends and your family. Subscribe to our YouTube Hallelujah. channel, like we always say, and click like on the messages Amen. as well. And we thank you so much for tuning Hallelujah. in. We're going to see you again next week, so stay tuned. God bless you. God bless.